Yeah, because Yael is like, I thought this was good, but like, look at this. And he said something to the effect of like, basically when he was mad at the school, he said something like, yeah, someone could just wipe this school out or something. And nobody like would even that. care, yeah. Yeah. And then Lola's like, you never said anything out of anger. And I'm like, uh, Yael, you're, well, I don't really know what your relationship with status with Hunter is at this point, but he brought a gun to school, okay? Mm. So, like, he said worse, and you also helped him cyber-bully Maya Matlin into a depression. So, I don't know where you get off on this high horse. Grab some popcorn and stick around We've got some garbage to talk about Hi, Zax. Oh, we're back on Degrassi. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. And, um, okay. So what we're going to talk about is, uh, serious. I think pretty much all the topics that Degrassi tries to tackle are serious. But this one is, I feel like, a prime example of something that really could have been good. And really, like... If they hadn't spent so much time focusing on, like, the silly little side plots more than this, they could have really done something here. I right. Feel. Yeah, I absolutely agree. The, uh, the storyline we're talking about today is a little bit, um, it, it has a very interesting premise that deals with a modern issue, and they completely bungle it like everything else they do. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess the uh, the way that I summed it up before we started, just to give Aaron some context, was, um, let's, I said, <laughs> uh, school turns on Muslim student for not wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just, it starts out that way, and then it derails into this whole fiasco. It's kind. Yeah. It's kind of insane how quickly it goes from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. So I guess let me. So the character we're going to be focusing on in this, his name is Saad. He is um, the whole season basically, and a little bit of the last season. Um, Degrassi is a Canadian school, and they've been take. And I guess I don't. Not Degrassi. The school's been doing this, but a lot of the new students. Um, are refugees from Syria. Right. And um, so we've just sort of been exploring uh, that over the, a little bit over the last two seasons. Um, last season we met, oh gosh, what was her name? I don't remember what her name was, but basically her whole arc is that she's just really cool and she's going to date Zoe. And that's it. And that's fine. We were all happy. But then with Saad, I don't know if this is because he's a man, if it's because he seems to have uh, stronger political views than literally everybody else in the show, honestly. Um, but they immediately basically just start throwing around that he's a terrorist and they, like, it's weird because it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this in a way that makes sense. They act, Degrassi acts like it's a super woke school. 
right? Mm. But then you have a student like Saad who the show is like, okay, we need to sympathize with sympathize with Saad right now. So everyone at Degrassi is the exact opposite of woke. We're not woke anymore. Right, right. So they introduce Saad, and clearly their idea for Saad is that they want to um, sympathize with people who are being like attacked because they are Muslim. Um, you know, like. Uh, people who are being um, shamed for who they are and made out to be terrorists when they're not. But then they also kind of have Saad go through a small um, radicalization period, which Mm -hmm. also drops his uh, credibility really, really far. Um, Mm -hmm. But the way it starts out is he goes to Degrassi and there is a... Uh, a newly founded Muslim Students Association and everyone is wearing uh, We Stand With Belgium shirts and the reason that they are doing this is because in the show Belgium was bombed, specifically the subway I believe Right. and um, by a uh, Islamic terrorist I presume, they don't really say, they just say a terrorist and then everyone yeah. is, and then everyone says that they're mad at Muslims. So, like he says that everyone is mad at Muslims right now because of the attack. So I assume it's an Islamic terrorist attack, even though they don't. They only insinuate it. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. But you're right; they don't even make that clear. Which is also, I don't know if that's a statement too. Like everybody just jumps on the Muslim trade, but they never even say who was behind the attack. Yeah. That's weird, because a lot of shows, they'll even, like, it's not even so much about, like, trying to stay away from, like, direct, uh, real news headlines or something. They can, like, make up, uh, groups and things like that. A lot of shows do that. I'm not saying that necessarily they should do that, but I'm just saying it's weird that they, if you're gonna do an arc exploring the, how Muslims are treated after a Muslim as an Islamic terrorist attack, then it seems like you should make that clear. Otherwise, it seems like Canada is just this, like, really racist climate where just, like, anything goes wrong, we just turn yeah. on Muslim people. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they... In they, the show, anyway. They insinuate that it's an Islamic terrorist attack, and everyone is mad at Muslims for this. They're ripping off students' hijabs. Uh, not, um... Was it even a hijab? I believe that they called it a hijab in the show, but it was just like a... Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah. And, Maybe, um... Yeah. It, that was a scene to itself. It's like, she's a high school student. Just, it's a quick conference before we get back to Saad. Sure. She's a high school student walking home, and two, like, they look, they could be 30. They're not students they see her walking by and they're like oh you stand with them you stand with them take that hijab off if you stand with us and like they go so far as to like reach and grab it off of her head and like multiple citizens gather and no one is on her side they're all cool they all agree that she needs to take off her hijab and like that even her even her boyfriend. Yeah, even, like, yeah. 
uh, he's like, you want to get home, right? Just take it off and they'll leave us alone. And it's like, I mean, on the one hand, I'm not even, it's so weird too. Like the show, she feels that he sided with them. This is like, this is a side note, just how weird the messages are. Mm. Because then she goes home and, you know, she thinks, like, because she was out with the boy that this all happened and her dad is very clear, like, none of this was your fault. I'm going to call the police. We're going to report this. I'm yeah. so sorry that this happened to you, but this is not your fault. And, like, we stand that dad energy. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> stand that dad. Good. Um, but then she's talking with her friend later. And she's like, well, you could still get to know Winston. And it's weird because she feels that Winston sided with bigots Mm. who assailed her basically is what she feels and it's weird that the show would just sort of end on this note like well you should still give him a chance that's fine yeah i'm not even i'm not even saying it's not that he can grow from it but like okay but we're it's like people are saying like that's a reasonable reaction and like i'm not even it's not like oh if she had taken off her her job to walk home she's a sellout but she felt strongly enough that she didn't even want to do that and they're still saying like but still go out with winston don't let this ruin an otherwise perfect relationship which i just think is that's just weird i don't know sometimes i don't know what degrassi's even trying to say yeah. Which I guess to means it's saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, Degrassi handles all of the uh, the issues that it tries to set up really, really weirdly. It sets them up a certain way in order to portray them a certain way, and then it just doesn't properly f- fulfill on how it sets them up. Yeah, and it's like, so back to, so Goldie, she was the um, student who they tried, who random people tried to take her job off. So she... Um, starts the Muslim Students Association. Specifically, she says several times that the purpose of this is to unite the Muslim students at Degrassi and make sure that no Muslim student feels as alone as she did that night. Right. And then (laughs) um, Saad sees the Stand With Belgium shirts. He gets upset because his village in Syria was bombed. But he doesn't really explain this to anybody. He just gets, like, really angry, throws it in the bin, uh, talks very aggressively in Arabic, and I don't think they ever translated it. Like, Yeah, they they say later, Lola says, like, if I could trust a Google Translate, then I think you made some good points, but they don't really tell us what those points are. I assume the conversation that they have is what he was saying. Yeah. And it's also, this is something interesting, too, that I think is such an interesting point, and, like, I feel like everyone has been like everyone has biases that you need to like recognize and the show points them out and i think lays them out perfectly and beautifully but they don't but like you weren't supposed to notice that i guess so he is talking to hunter and vj if you'll remember from the yeah. gamer club episode uh card in the corner um and about the shirt and he says like i just can't wear them and then they're like what are you pro terrorist or something just put on the shirt it's fine such a hunter card too <laughs> yeah and then um then 
this is also something else too, because uh, VJ says that he'll hold his pashmina, and Saad corrects him and says it's a kefye. And I was like, okay, that's some. I feel like there's that's a detail worth noticing too. They're making like assumptions. Mm. A little bit, and okay, so he's getting progressively frustrated, and he, I think we said this, he's kind of, uh, sundere. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. Got, a, he's got a very aggressive, uh, immediate response to people, and then he yeah. eventually warms up to them. Yeah, he's just slow to warm. Yeah. Uh, like, I think that's genuinely just how, uh, to describe him. And so he's getting, like, because he's like, I can't wear the shirt. And they're immediately like, what, are you pro-terrorist? So he's getting frustrated. He's like, no, it's just, like, like, he's trying to explain it, but he just isn't good at explaining it well. It's also, like, worth factoring in, like, English is a second language. Um, so, like, especially if, like, you're in this, like, impulsive thing. So he gets worked up. He starts speaking in Arabic, venting his frustrations, throws the shirt in the bin. This yeah. girl has been recording the whole time. Like, as soon as she saw... Like, I believe she starts recording as soon as he doesn't wear the shirt and she heard someone say terrorist. She's recording and she has, like, this judgmental look on her face. Everybody is anti-him. And then later he has a conversation with Goldie because he's like, look, I need help from the Muslim Student Association. And then she's like, well, you denounced our efforts. You're making all Muslims look bad. So you yeah. should just apologize. She absolutely and, throws him under the bus. Yeah, and we were talking about this. Like, we were saying that, like, she. this was such so interesting. Because if, if the writers who want to make these points, if they had had Saad say, do you speak Arabic? Like, genuinely. Do you speak Arabic? And then she would answer yes or no. And he's like, okay, did you hear what I was saying? Or did you just hear Arabic and assume terrorist? Because you have your own internal bi rate biases that we should mm. address. Like, yeah, I, he doesn't need to say all those words, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, these are, like, the points I feel like would have made it stronger if we point out that she is just throwing him under the bus. But instead, they're just like... Wah wah! What a misunderstanding! But it's like yeah. no, <laughs> no! It's so much more than that. <laughs> um, I think that the next major thing that happens is they uh, they have the the speech, or I wouldn't oh, I wouldn't call oh, it a rally. What, what? Oh yeah, one. I guess one thing right before the speech, because we talked, we didn't uh, go into too much detail. Um, Lola, um, she. I don't think we've actually mentioned her in any Degrassi episodes yet. Um, but she befriends Saad because this is how we, when we realize, like, he's slow to warm because she uh, forgot her whole assignment and he gave her hers to give a speech. And then she talks to him because she Google translated what he had said in the video, which I'm curious about that, how she did that, because I don't know. That seems like it'd be hard. There might I have been maybe... a transcript in the in the video or something. Who knows? We'll give them the benefit of yeah. the doubt. Yeah, so that's fine. But anyway, she actually took the time to figure out what he was saying, which I think is... That's also really interesting, too. And nobody... And, like, she doesn't 
condemn anybody either. People like as we go on are like, why are you hanging out with him? He's an angry person. She never, they never really show us her saying, hey, have you actually taken the time to talk to him? Or are you just joining the bandwagon? She never, they never let her say anything like that. Mm. But because, because she spent like literally two seconds with him and she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which, she's, she's the total opposite of him, personality wise. Yeah. Yeah. So basically his issue is, um, which we touched on, he says like, my village in Syria was bombed. Every, all my life, my family, my friends, my school, they're all gone now. That's why I'm here instead of at home. (laughs) I can't wear this We Stand With Belgium shirt and not wear every other shirt for the people like me. And nobody made a shirt for my village. They made a shirt for Belgium or if it was America or like he makes... Yeah, that's a that's a really really good point because a lot of people yeah a lot, like let's be honest a lot of people in their efforts of like social justice just completely overlook places like the Middle East uh, a lot of places in Asia you know in favor of mm. European countries the states Canada and so on uh, yeah like that's and that's like so they're making a point about and I feel like the show in doing that is making people. If they went a little bit harder, the teens that you're trying to, like, teach something to could, like, look in and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I'm not saying people are going to, like, change their whole life because of an episode of Degrassi, but they can at least look internally and be a little introspective about it a little bit. But, like, the show doesn't condemn any... It's almost like... The show says Saad has really good points, but so do the students of Degrassi. And he really is making Muslims look bad, which is such a weird... You can't have both. Yeah. (laughs) The entire thing comes from everybody assuming the absolute worst case scenario with him, which is like a clear bias that everybody has because at the moment there's a lot of like you know, scary things going on and people associate that to him because of where he's from uh, and his religion and everything. But, um, or at least it's insinuated to be that way. Um, Yeah, yeah. so he goes to the, uh, he ends up going to the speech or the rally or whatever you would call it. (laughs) And he he stands up and he says that the, the shirt is a political statement and political statements are complicated. And then he just goes on to another point where he goes, it's stupid to think. And then he's cut off by a heckler in the crowd who says, so we're all stupid then. And he says, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. And then he goes on again and another heckler heckles him and they cut his mic and he runs off. And that's where his, uh, that, that's where his radicalization arc starts, where he's talking yeah. to somebody on the phone uh, from back home, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. no, it was in Montreal, wasn't wasn't he? Yeah. Well, no, they say late. Well, no, I think those are two different things. Oh, maybe. Here, like, yeah, I think because later on he says he's gonna move to Montreal because he's just gotta get out of the grass because no one understands. Oh yeah, no, the guy he was talking um, to is still in Syria, I believe. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, so there's that, and, like, Lola's like, wait, no, and I was like, 
Goldie made this whole big deal. Like, okay, I don't want any Muslim student to feel alone. Except you, because you're very easy to throw under the bus and be like, look, we're the good Muslims. He's the bad one. Yeah. Even though all of his, uh, even though everything that's happening to him is just at the, uh, like, misunderstanding of other people that's driving him into these genuine, uh, radicalization-like moments. That's the thing, too. Like, because they're, because it's like, okay, like, it's not, it's kind of vague what they're doing. Like, they're fundraising, and they're going to donate the money to Belgium. Uh, I guess. Some charity affiliated with that is what they're doing. Yeah. And that's fine. And he even says, like, he's like, charity's always good. But these shirts are political statements. And he's basically saying, like, I don't agree if it was a place his whole point is if it was a place less relevant than belgium nobody would care and nobody cared about what happened to me so i take it personally i'm not like he then he said but then like the more they heckle him then he says none of us should be wearing these shirts which i don't feel it's how he originally felt i feel like he was just backed into a corner and just sort of flying off the cuff because his main thing he, it wasn't even like once he saw the shirts, he was mad. His sister takes a shirt. He doesn't condemn her for it. Because right. she could do what she wants. Yeah. He just doesn't want to wear a shirt because he doesn't agree with it. Yeah. And, like, that's also a statement about, like, just, like, kind of, like, the sheeple mentality. Every single person in Degrassi is wearing these shirts. And because mm. he's the one person who asked a question. It's really, really strange how they go through his arc. Uh, and then and that's all one episode right and then i believe it was three episodes till we see him again yeah they they end on the uh on the speech note where everybody thinks he's a, a terrorist sympathizer and he walks off angry telling uh lola was it that no yeah. actually nobody will ever understand and he walks off and then they end the episode and it's just three episodes of random high school drama. And mm-hmm. then it just comes back all of a sudden. And it's very, very strange because I drop it on such a high note and then don't pick up on it for so long. Yeah, like, I believe, like, I, we, we were just skimming to just mainly just find, like, the sod parts. But, like, you barely, like, you don't even see him, like, in class. <laughs> he just yeah. stopped going to school for some time. Well, we do see him again. Lola wants to work with him on a project. And the Gamer Club, uh, she joined them in between seasons. She joined them because they have a YouTube channel and she does, like, beauty videos for them because they want to, like, diversify and, like, appeal to other people as well. They immediately are like, well, didn't you see what happened a few episodes ago? He's pro-terrorist. And she's like, "You what? Don't, like, no and then they're like well the one way you could prove it is if you check his internet history yeah the the thing that they see specifically is uh you can't judge a book by its cover but you certainly can by its search history and the thing too is here like lola doesn't take the time she knows the whole misunderstanding okay do you know what happened to his village in syria why aren't you wearing a shirt for them? Because then, at one point, when he's arguing during the speech, I think it's even Hunter again, and he's like, what, so Belgium doesn't count? And, like, 
if the writers pushed a little further, we could get to the thing. Okay, but, like, you don't even think about Syria, Hunter. So, like, that's his issue. (laughs) It's It's very frustrating as of you, as, well... I don't know if other people watching the show were frustrated, but I was very frustrated. Oh, yeah. Because he, like, they're so close to just saying everything on the table. Like, I get if it's like, okay, these are some scared kids, and he's one kid, and yeah, okay, fine. They both have their points to make, but you need to resolve something. But we just are basically cool with everyone thinking Saad is a terrorist when he's not. And yes, he is dangerously close to being radicalized, which is what they're going to focus on in this episode, I guess, sort of, but not really. (sighs) It's very stressful. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when Um, all he has to do is just tell everybody what's going on with them. But he never... But, like, right until... He gets right up to the point where he's, like, in a perfect prime spot to say it, and then runs off saying that nobody will ever understand. And it's like, yeah, no, honestly, I don't know if everyone will understand, but, like, Lola did understand. That's at least one person who took the time to listen. So then she goes to his house... And I do not know what project this is, but they just have a bunch of wires on the table. And she goes online and she's like, okay, the first thing you want to do is cut this wire. And he's already done it. And you could see her face. And I was like, no, Lola. Yeah. No. <laughs> he uh, he says that his uncle in Syria, I believe. Or yeah. His cousin, his cousin. He says his cousin taught him how to do it. So I'm guessing That's his cousin cool. is like an electrician or something. But it comes as off, it comes off as if he's like been making bombs his whole life. Yeah. That's the insinuation. And, yeah, and again, like that's good. If we like took some like I'm not saying every show needs to like spoon feed its audience everything, but in this, like, you haven't even like scooped it from the bowl. She's making these inc- conclusions, and it's like okay, but why does she feel this way? What it like did like. I feel like they're so close. They just need to go, like, a little bit further. They, uh, they do explain. They say that it's her friends making her feel this way, but they never actually address why she believed them in the first place. Yeah, why it was so... Like, they talked for, like, less than two minutes. Yeah. And she was already like, okay, maybe I could check. And so she looks through his internet history. There's nothing there. It's just, like... He was looking for jeans. And he sees her and he gets upset with her. And he kicks her out. Understandably. Yeah, that's fine. Um, One thing too... Okay, so then she buys the jeans that he was looking at online as an apology. And he forgives her. Because he's not a mom. She's like... And he gets it too. Because she's basically like... Like... I'm sorry. It was so wrong of me to judge you. I know you're not like that. I just, I don't know what came over me. It was there and I love Yeah, mm. that's, that's, and that is understandable too. And he forgives her because that's understandable. So we have, so it is possible for two people 
like for a wrong to happen but both people like she wasn't bad for doing it she just caved into the pressure then she realized that the actions she took were wrong and she reflected and immediately apologized and he understands that and he forgave her that's something that could happen but that couldn't happen for sod when the whole school thinks he's a monster yeah (laughs) which is just like and then okay then he confesses to her that we mentioned Fadi, his friend from back home, who was saying, like, they'll never understand you, don't even try. So once the whole school turned on him, he was talking to him more and more. Now he confesses to Lola he was going to buy Saad a plane ticket to send him back to Syria. And Lola was like, oh, he wanted you to do something bad. He's like, yeah. And, like, I don't know why I was so stupid. I didn't, like, I cut him off once, like, it got, like, there. But, like, there's still conversations. And, like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, can you go to the police? And this is something, too, they don't, like, I guess it's implied. But, like, why not just say it straight out? Because his issue is, like, okay, I would love to report it to the authorities. But how is it going to look? I'm a Muslim person who's been talking to this guy for months. They'll think I did something bad, too. Mm. Like, that's the issue. He's going to get racially profiled by the police, so he can't just go to the authorities, even though someone... The story is, someone tried to radicalize me. Once I realized what was happening, I cut them off. But he's worried that they won't see it that way, because any other time he tries to explain himself, it goes horribly wrong. Yeah. So, Lola and, um... Uh... Who, who was it? Yael. Yael. Yes. Uh, yeah. Lola and Yael decide to scrub all of his devices and delete all of his social media because that's completely not suspicious at all. And um, <laughs> so they go through and delete everything and uh, Lola runs into uh, his room after him because he's tickled battling his little brother. Yeah. And... Oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, because Yael is like... I thought this was good, but, like, look at this. And he said something to the effect of, like... Basically, when he was mad at the school, he said something like, yeah, someone could just wipe this school out or something And nobody would even care, yeah. Yeah. And then Lola's like, you never said anything out of anger. And I'm like, uh, Yael, you're... Well, I don't really know what your relationship with... Status with Hunter is at this point. But he brought a gun to school, okay? Mm. So, like... He said worse, and you also helped him cyber-bully Maya Matlin into a depression. So, I don't know where you get off on this high horse, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, hypocrisy isn't unrealistic. People are pretty hypocritical. That said, it it is really frustrating for a TV show. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so she runs into the room after him, after Yael shows the logs, and she, before deleting it, goes and takes some pictures on her phone, and then she deletes it all, deletes all of her social media, and, uh, blank slate, he's a clean man now, so we think. (laughs) And, um, prom happens, some other, like, miscellaneous stuff happens around the side, and, um... They're all waiting for prom to start. And then a... Well, okay, hold on. I should I should clarify some of that miscellaneous stuff. 
So yeah. uh, this girl gets kind of like really obsessive over this guy who isn't into her. He's going to prom with somebody else. And so she starts getting really, really upset and um, like uh, pushes him down a hill and breaks <laughs> his leg or something and then buys him a motorcycle that he doesn't want. And it's like, I'm trying to fix everything. What are you doing? Yeah. And um, so then when they go to prom, a uh, two police cars and a bomb squad are called in and they just all show up right in front of the entrance to prom. Everybody is lined up and waiting along the side and um, Yael is like, I think I might know who did this. And uh, she walks up to the police officers and takes out her phone and so Saad and Lola realize what's going on. Lola takes Saad's hand and they start to run off. And she walks Saad directly beside <laughs> the police officer. There's like a whole bunch of room that they could have walked through. But she takes yeah. him right next to the police officer who just like reaches out and pats his hand on Saad's <laughs> shoulder. And it's like... He didn't even need to step. He literally yeah. just whooped him Yeah. And so all of a sudden he's like, listen, buddy, I gotta, I, I gotta ask you a couple questions. <laughs> and then... Um, so... Uh, he's taken in for questioning all night long and uh, turns out it was Esme who made the bomb threat. Yael thought that it was... Uh, Esme is the one who pushed the guy and bought the motorcycle. She yeah. she called in the bomb threat uh, to try and, like, fix the situation with the guy she liked, which obviously yeah. didn't work out at all. Um... And then, you know, he ended up being interrogated all night. He's really upset. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to leave to Montreal to live with my uncle for a bit or something. There's nothing here for me. And then Lola just, like, walks up to him and kisses him on the lips. And he's like, okay, never mind. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm a tier three sub for Lola. I want to be clear, that was not, like, us being, like, silly. That's genuinely what but, happened. Yeah. He says, there's nothing for me here. Kiss. Oh, whoop. I was wrong. Yeah. And, it, like, that's literally, like, lifetime logic. That's how men behave in a lifetime movie. Yeah. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. Like, it happens that quickly. We can describe it as quickly as it takes place on screen. And that's exactly how it happens. And it's then insane. the last... The last thing we, because they're like, oh, but you should, like, also, we're having this end-of-year school party. Uh, you should come with us. There's nothing for me here. Kiss. Then we see the parties in full swing, and Saab is sitting there laughing with Lola and some other people. Okay, great. Glad he's fixed, I guess. That's, ugh, it was just like. And now nobody thinks he's a terrorist anymore and racism has been solved. Congratulations, Degrassi. Yay. I, like, I don't know if you guys really see how, like, I want to, like, pull my hair out almost. This is so frustrating. Yeah, it's, 
It's truly a shame as well, because Degrassi is one of the few, like, really progressive shows for young people. Well, at the at the time of when I remember Degrassi coming out, it was one of the few shows. Now you've yeah. got things like Steven Universe, and, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's really common nowadays, but it's such a shame having a show that's actually exploring real issues, and it just bungles them this bad, constantly. Like, and, like... I get, like, some people's argument is, like, oh, well, like, Degrassi shouldn't have to do all the work for you. Like, it should have, like, it's just, like, things for you to, like, think about. But, like, I don't, like, we're sitting here talking about the things that we thought of. But that's basically, but we basically already had this knowledge going in, and that's why we recognize the problems here. Yeah. But if people... Don't know if they don't have an opinion already. If they never thought about it, then it's just like, oh man, Saad got a raw deal. But I guess I get what they, where the other students are coming from, and he went to the party, so he's fine now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it also presents issues incredibly disingenuously and unrealistically, like mm-hmm. um, like the whole thing with Hunter, right? Like, we, yeah. we talked about this in a previous episode, but he he goes from just being a gamer boy to being, like, um, like a full-on caricature of Gamergate and, like, racism in, in the gaming community and stuff. And this basically yeah. happens again here, where Saad goes from being a, uh, a victim of a bombing who went to another country to escape the, the issues of his homeland to being bullied a bit to being radicalized to unradicalizing himself because of a girl to mm-hmm. still being still being bullied but then it's fine it's just like i don't know where they like and it's just like i don't i do have a problem with the ending i do have a problem with the kiss that saved racism but <laughs> The rest of it, I don't really have a problem with if they just did a little bit more. And the fact that they just had all of this happen in one episode and then just forgot about it till the final two episodes of the series. The whole series. So it's not even like, oh, well, they they have a whole other season to do some more exploration. So it's like just there yeah (laughs) it just happened and he's i don't i really think the whole thing with goldie was i for me watching it i think that was the most interesting part of it how that was an opportunity to explore her own biases right you know she is a muslim and she's like a devout muslim throughout the whole show but she doesn't take the time. She even, she goes out of her way not to hear him out. He tries to explain. She's like, oh, I heard you. You're heard. Everybody hears you. And you're making all of us Muslims look bad. Yeah. Which, like, okay, why is that? Because I spoke Arabic? And she's like, well, you denounced our efforts. And then he could have said, if she had given him time to speak, nobody cared about my country. Sorry, I take that personally. I actually went through something that not a, like I don't a few other students have gone through, but they I guess don't feel about it the same way that I do. Yeah. 
And, like, we don't even see other refugee students' opinion on this. We only see Goldie, who's always been raised here and gone to Degrassi. She made this association. And then we see Saad. So we don't even... It's not even like all the other people in Saad's position are against him, too. Mm. Yeah. It's really much him against the world of Degrassi because we don't even see, like... No other refugee students come up to him like, hey, like, I get what, you know, but, like, it does suck that nobody cares about what happened to your village and my village, but, like, there's none of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which, it's like, and that's, like, but just because we were wrong doesn't mean we can't, right now there's something we can do for them, and that does like, just because nobody did anything for us doesn't mean... That we shouldn't do something for them. And I'm pretty sure if someone had said something like that to Saad, he would have, like, worn the shirt. It would or still not worn the shirt. But I think at least he'd be a person and not just, like, this meme that people, this video, people are circling around the school. Yeah. If, if somebody had said that to him, somebody who had been through his own experience, the way that they characterize him in the show i feel like it would have completely solved all of his arc but obviously you know that wouldn't have been as interesting um but it also would have been a lot less infuriating to deal with yeah and like even if like even if that did happen then you can still have although i don't know why you would do it for the last two episodes when you know that like, there's not enough time because you need to like wrap up the lives of all your other main characters that you clearly care about more than Saad. But they have this thing, and then Yael's apology is like, I'm sorry that I reported you. Um, it was probably racist. And he's like, okay, great. And he's about to close the door again, and then that's when the kiss happens. And I'm like, you know... Because Yale realizing this, so Esme, the girl who ended up pushing her ex-boyfriend down a hill, um, she's having this meltdown in front of the school, and it's just her, her boyfriend, another character, and Yael standing there. So I was like, wow, it sure is lucky Yael happened to be here for this reveal so that she could realize that she was wrong about Saad. Mm. Um... But, like, had she just been inside, (laughs) I guess he wouldn't have even gotten the apology or the invitation to the party at the Hollingsworth's house. I just wish that whoever produces Degrassi would get better writers. Really, that's... I think that's basically it. There's, um... There's a lot of, like, really good material online if you want to find out more about, like, the genuine struggles of um like uh islamic refugees um if you want to learn more about those issues yourselves you can uh i don't think that we'll really post any links because i don't really want to shove anybody into a into a particular direction when i'm not like i'm not like uh journalistically trained or anything i don't want to make this like a how do you put it? Yeah, we're mostly just talking about, like, just the topics about it. And if you want to, like, look into it more yourself, like, we definitely encourage that. But we don't want to, like, 
bias you or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, but yeah. um, if you're if you're interested in the idea of this kind of premise and want to see it done well, look into the stories of people who have actually been doing this kind of thing. You'll probably find yeah. a lot more interesting content there than on Degrassi, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to us. This was a... Oof. Next time we're going to talk about the other time Degrassi tackled racism, which is handled just as beautifully, if not a little more so, in my opinion. Um... But thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Aaron, for being on here with me. Thank you. Links to Aaron's GoFundMe in the description box below. In regards to the GoFundMe, I have recently reached the milestone of 3000 Australian dollars, and I am about $3,000 at current time from reaching the required deposit amount for my surgery. So if you'd like to help me get to the deposit amount, links are in the description. Um, the total amount is uh, 7,000 more, so 3,000 plus 5,000 for the 25,000. But it's only 3,000 from the deposit goal, which is really insane. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that is exciting. So please help out if you can. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends.